Ladies and gentlemen, Giant Media Ball presents your weekly dose of wrestling news, funs, and more. I'm Pat McDermott, and I'm joined as every week by Dan Peck and Chris O'Mealy. This week in wrestling, I can, I will, but it's still bullshit. Sting actually says this isn't about WCW. Triple H comes down to the ring after a counter slap with no sledgehammer tie. Guess what? You get to choose Randy Orton's opponent. A guy he's already faced who's big, a guy he's already faced who wears a mask, or a guy he's already faced who he's facing again at WrestleMania, but with managers. Do Stardust gloves really make him look like he's wearing dish gloves? And is Sheamus ever coming back? Trolls, Facebook, and points, or buried. All this and more on tonight's Club Kayfabe Podcast. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Club Kayfabe Podcast. Guess what? It's Pat McDermott alongside Dan Peck. If I had a tumor, I'd name it Marla. I'd name it Daniel. Not you. And Chris O'Melia is here. I'd name it Hey Man, but that's just me. So we're going to talk about uh, the wrestling stuff in the uh, week that leads up to the event, which we're going to do a special podcast for on Sunday. But yep. I think yep. for yep. now, do you have any plugs to get out of the way? I just wanted to plug that, of course. Um, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is when Eastern we Eastern Daylight to- Time. We're in Daylight Savings Time. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Eastern Daylight Time for uh, <laughs> Dan, Dan down there in North Kakalaki laughing his ass off. So, 11 a.m., people. We're going to be live. People! And, uh, we, got, we got three things planned. We are going to run down the WrestleMania card and discuss it in depth, including the pre-show match and my rage over the Andre and Battle Royal. Pre-show being rage. Rage. Yes. Is it going to be... Is, are you, are you going to come out with a Titan Tron that says rage in it so we know you're pissed? Like of Alex course. Riley? That's the only way to do it. Rage it to his face. Um, we're also going to review the WrestleMania that you guys voted as the best of all time. And we are going to take your questions and WrestleMania memories live and discuss them. That's I can't special. wait. Such excite. Yes. Such excite. But, uh, I got uh, ten things here that happened in wrestling this week that I want to discuss. GiantMediaBall.com. Yes. Giant Ball Media. But without the fleas. That's number eleven. <laughs> All right, uh, number ten. Number ten. Let's start off with something that happened on NXT this week. We got a women's title match between Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss, and I saw some comments online by one of our group members. Hey, I won't say I? who it was, but uh, I will. That, <laughs> but discussing that, he didn't really think Alexa was that good in the ring, and. If this was a couple of months ago, I might have agreed, but I've seen extreme improvement from her, especially considering she just came back from an injury, and they didn't really put her in the best possible match when she came back. They put her up against Carmella, who's probably the worst technical-wise of the NXT women's roster. You're talking about she wins with a submission hold. Yeah, because that totally means the rest of her match was good. Uh, so, Alexa, I thought, looked really good. I think Sasha carried her well. I think Sasha's doing a great job as champion, and I think the match was really good and really showed off the, uh, the progress of Alexa Bliss. Now, I've heard a couple of rumors circling around that these were going to be the next two girls fast-tracked to the main roster, and I think that that's only really because Alexa's got one of the best looks 
I don't really think there's anything else based on that because technical wise, the uh, the four girls in the Fatal Four Way I think are ready before she is. But that's just my opinion on the matter. See, uh, I'd, Sasha I mean, and Alexa I think was great though. I think Alexa Glitterzer is awesome. Actually, Alexa she, Glitterzer. She's one of my uh, favorite divers on the Glitters NXT. Her. Yes, <laughs> Glitters her. Um, but she's I, also I, a friggin' ten. Yes. There's also that, um, but it's when you compare out of five, when you compare <laughs> the main roster, and I mean, it's not like it was years ago where you'd say the main ro- roster is oh it's Kelly Kelly and um, girl number I five. Guess. Now it's holla, holla, holla. now it's uh, like AJ and Paige and there, there's some good wrestlers on some good female wrestlers yeah, on the main the roster. Bell- <clears throat> How good have the Bell Twins gotten since they've come back? But but there's also the fact that. Look at the match quality on NXT, and for for anyone to say that um, Alexa Bliss doesn't have it when she's going in there against Sasha Banks, who, I mean, yes, can make a broomstick look good in a match, but that that's not the point. The point is, she can hang with her every single time so far. Did you just call Sasha the female Benoit? No, she doesn't do the diving headbutt yet, so no. <laughs> Sasha Banks is here, and she's really mad. Sasha Banks is here, and she's really angry. She's not Banks-wa, no. <laughs> Banks-wa. Banks-wa. <laughs> oh, no. She's going to kill her husband. Banks-wa. Balls. <laughs> All right, number nine. Number nine. This had the potential to be a hell of a lot higher on the list until somebody ruined it. Um, I was Bam. really digging. Oh, was it? I was... Was really digging Sting's promo on Monday, oh. and I thought it, it hit all the marks. It was good to hear him speak, and then it just got fucking ruined. Wait, wait. So you mean when he came out and after weeks of I failed WCW, this isn't my real voice, and, and then Triple he was H, Woo! yeah, Triple H going, oh, you're mad about WCW, uh, and then Stephanie was like. WCW, I mean, WCW went, like, out of business or something, and then Sting came out this week, he goes, this isn't about WCW, that would be stupid. That was the best part of the promo. welcome to the Queen Dom! WCW, WCW, and WCW! I saw um, a meme where he was like, Dixie, why are you doing this? That was the same thing I thought. Seriously. And that's just it. The authorities' characters have really, really gotten to the insufferable point. Like, Stephanie ruined that Cena-Rusev promo, where he was like, I'm going to enter in the Andre Battle Royal. And she's like, no, you're not. You're going to face Rusev, but only if he tells you to. But she made it so convoluted and stupid. And, and then she a- turned it into, Brock Lesnar walked out on Raw three weeks ago. I, I mean, there is still logic to this promo, though. Like, I like how he came out and said, this isn't about WCW, that would be dumb. And then she comes out, and, and I think it's, I think maybe that's part of the storyline, is Triple H and Stephanie are so obsessed with the fact that they that he's the WCW guy, that that's still part of the storyline, whether or not she came out and said WCW, 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 WCW. Yeah. No, I know what you're so, saying, like, on I get an individual it. basis, I get it. I'm just saying that the authorities' inconsistencies have been happening since the whole SummerSlam thing with Brie and Stephanie, where that turned... That completely got turned around into a Bella feud that went nowhere. A Bella feud that came into uh, the Bellas being back together and having no problems with each other. The the storyline logic of Daniel Bryan stripping the title, but Lesnar doesn't have to be there every week when they made that as part of the storyline. That was just dumb. The Rusev thing 
the, the Cena thing was dumb. And that, like, every time somebody says something, they come out and they contradict it, like, no, that's not what you mean, this is what you mean. And they do it in that way where it's like, if it was a heel getting their comeuppance after, you know, weeks of torment, that's a good way to end the storyline. But that hasn't happened. It's just been, we're the authority, we have the power, and nobody stops us because we just move the storyline along to somebody else. It, it also... Mean, they've, already, they've already dropped the, uh, the Rowan, Ziggler, and Ryback stuff. I mean, that doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. You guys destroyed the authority. Now where are they? They're, they're both in multi-man matches. It also occurred to me just how over a guy like Sting is um, at, to the point, and it shows kind of how not over certain other people are in the cards that have music that goes, bear now, bear now. Because <laughs> when he's in the ring, Sting is twirling his bat, and did you notice the crowd is like, whoa, whoa, every time it goes around? Yeah, like, because he's commanding that. an audience. And that, it, it, that crowd was like canned, uh, canned cheer McGillicuddy. Like, the. the that crowd was like who they record. Because it was like perfect, whoa, it was a perfect, ah, it was a perfect boo. Yeah. It was like a bunch of people, they're, they're a bunch of struggling actors trying to perfect their craft. They were really <laughs> excited for Mania, which is cool. I'm glad. Because I finally got, I'm finally excited for Mania. Um, but it's more the shows on, what is it, the WrestleMania Today that have done that for me than these build up shows. Hey, hey, number eight. Number eight. The WrestleMania Today specials have been awesome. And I love that they mix them in with SmackDown, which is where we're going to talk about SmackDown this week. Okay. Um, so, Sma- SmackDown, had, SmackDown. Like, had like two matches and a promo, but they were good. And then, which was LOL, one of them built the pre-show. And then they mixed in all the WrestleMania Today stuff with uh, some of the stuff that they've done during the week already and some new stuff, too. And I really liked how they built that up. They've got the promos going. They made, um, hell, they made, the, they made the horribly built Orton-Rollins feud great with one promo, one interview. Right. And they, I mean, and th- done... I'm loving this stuff. It's live. It's special. Even though Michael Cole doesn't know what match happened at WrestleMania 10, but they've done more with. Um, I noticed the part yesterday. I didn't watch today. Today's today yet. I know. Um, but Miz and Mizdow were on yesterday, and they did a really good job, kind of furthering that and pushing Sandow as more of a face dur- just during a promo. And they had, I think, Barrett was on at one point, and it it was all very good interview stuff. It's actually some some better stuff than uh, like we were saying the whole. Build it's because they're not as shackled because they're not on TV. They're just on the network. Right. Right. Because today they had the parrot thing where he had to do a word association was so freaking funny. <laughs> <laughs> he really thought about them too. Dolph Ziggler, <laughs> blonde, blonde, odd, crazy, lunatic, lunatic, wacko. That was like everyone. What was crazy. what was his own? Just great, greatest, like, greatest. greatest. That's right. <laughs> uh, but today they had Cesaro and Kid on, and they were awesome together. Uh, Dolph Ziggler came on, and like in the middle of him being on there, uh, Mean Gene showed up, and so he went to be interviewed by Mean Gene, and he was like marking out about it. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> and Gene was creeping on Renee because it's. Gene Oakland. Oh my god, Legends House, the way he was creeping on that friggin' that friggin' host. What was she from the Pussycat from the Dolls Pussycat or whatever? Dolls, yeah. the, dance, the dance crew, not the musician. Yeah. Good lord. Hi, Ashley. 
like how uh, Axel Mania Axel <laughs> Mania stormed in the middle of the Miz and Mizdow thing. <laughs> what do you think? Is he's like, look at my shirt. Oh wait, my shirt says WrestleMania, not Axel Mania. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was something that I almost put on the list was the uh, the Axelmania Hogan Hogan interruption, which was awesome. Short and to the What's point. What's he smoking, brother? You would know. Smoking in dough, sipping on gin and juice. <laughs> All right, number seven. Number seven. Uh, this is where it starts getting tough to order stuff because some really good stuff happened this week, but stuff and more stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about the promo that Paul Heyman cut at the end of Raw. Oh, you mean the one where he basically, again, built both sides of the feud? That, Paul Heyman Single-handedly, yeah. And it's funny, it's a Lesnar feud again, but he reminds me of Stone Cold Steve Austin in the Lesnar and Goldberg feud, where he had to build both sides leading into a match. Except Paul isn't the special referee. Or is he? No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. But and I love when he started talking about what Reigns is going to do to Lesnar's wife and his children. And Lesnar oh my gave god! Him a like, where the hell are you going with he's this? He's going to break into Brock's house and take his wife and change his children's name to Reigns. <laughs> and when he changed it around and said that Lesnar was going to do that to his know. kids, and Brock Lesnar will break into Roman Reigns' house. When he, when he saw it, you could see the realization on his face of where the promo was going and just a smile creeping up when he realized and that... And name his children Lesnar! And he approved. And then Burner. Burner. And okay. then Paul Heyman just left. So, while that's on the top of the list, and I agree with that, can we talk about how terrible the ending was to Raw? It's mine! Let's and, hug the title and let's fade out. Yes, but, but it was also got... the best thing they could have done, right? One minute of face to face, no yeah. one talks. That's actually good. That's actually a good point. I, it's I, all over. I would have liked had had something happened though, but it's just like we're both going to hold the t- like. I want to know what happened when the camera shut off, or did, did, <laughs> does anyone actually know? We we got a shitload of memes. That's what happened. All right, cut. <laughs> like, they my, just look at each other, and Roman's like, my favorite one is the cardboard cutout of Paige. And I, I think my see. favorite one is the teddy bear, just because the look on their face is so perfect for it. Ugh, <laughs> alright. Okay, you can have it, baby girl, for now. Alright, number six. Number six. This is an awesome match that happened this week. Daniel Bryan versus Dolph Ziggler. With Dean Ambrose as a lunatic With Dean Ambrose referee. as your lunatic referee. Uh, I thought this was a. Cringe. I thought this was a great match, and I think that uh, the the real build up is that the three Ds, Daniel, Dolph, and Dean, are going to be the guys to watch this summer. This was the match where afterwards there was the giant melee, right, with everybody. Yeah. Um, two Liars observations. Everywhere. Two observations from this: Stardust uh, gold gloves with the silver outfit looks like he's wearing dish gloves. <laughs> and the other thing is, I, as they're all being each other up, I I was like, I think Sheamus is going to come back right now, and it just didn't happen. And it didn't happen. I, I felt like if there was any moment to do that, it, it was then. Thing, lobster head. Well, I was I was going to say he could probably he was going to be a likely battle royal winner, but that's probably not the case. It's anymore. on the pre-show now, cool. so 
And we'll talk about that on Sunday. I'm going to, real quick, I'm going to put out there a, a teaser for Sunday. You will not be able to wait to hear my prediction for what happens in the main event of WrestleMania this year. Oh, no. This is going to be good. Uh, Sting and Triple H, right? Of course. Booker T said it was the main event during WrestleMania today. It has to go. It has to go at last. Obviously. He's like, "Oh man, that main event," and I'm like, "What? No." That no. one of the main events. And then I realized that you know what? I kind of would rather have Sting victorious be the end of the show than <laughs> instead of burner, burner. As ah. seventy plus thousand people well, boo. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, I mean, there's also Brock Lesnar resign, resign. If that's in your top ten, I don't want to talk about it yet, but it may be. Okay, we'll, we'll is it or that. is it not? Because otherwise, I'll talk about it. No, no. If it was, we would be talking about it right now. If it wasn't, I mean. Oh, okay. Number, f- number five. Number five. Oh wait, I, five golden things. <laughs> um, another awesome promo that built up this match as must see. And again, it's happening from just one guy. Was Bray Wyatt's promo? It's it's all it needed to be. Full of atmosphere, full of tension, and really leading. Awesome. Even though we all know Taker is there because Andy Peck, the GSW cameraman, took a picture with him no in relation. Santa Monica. No relation to Daniel. No, nope, there's but, only like seven Pecks I'm related to. So. Oh. All immediate family. Is Gregory one of them? No. That would have been awesome. It would have been awesome. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I thought this Bray Wyatt promo was great. I think he's done a great job building this feud up. And this is going to be a match, and we'll talk about it in depth on Sunday. But it's really obvious that this is, even if it's not the best match technically, it's going to tell one hell of a story. Well, from the shape he looks, he looks like American Badass Undertaker right now. Which is really impressive. I think just, I just need some just for men. I think that would be funny though. If that was like the big fake out though, where Bray's been preparing for Dead Man, and then we get keep rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> oh my God! You've done will, it now. I will throw my hands up in the air and just and go fuck like this. Fuck this. Bray needs to win. Fuck you, Undertaker. Oh no, that, dude! I'd be all about badass like Undertaker. Troll, right? It's all about because this whole promo was about. Uh, you're done, Undertaker. I have all of the powers of the darkness now. I can do the <laughs> lightning shit and stuff. Stop. Every Pat always talks about shit like this, and then it happens. Stop. I'm the new face of fear. K. Keep <laughs> <laughs> rolling, 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 rolling. What? And then, yeah. Come on. Then well, this guy turns, turns, please yeah, welcome the WWE's favorite band. Then he really choke slams Fred Durst this time. Let biscuit. Like at 19, where he went to, to hug him, and I was like, he's gonna choke slam Fred Durst. And he's like, no, just a really big hug. Everyone sing with us. Doesn't sound like you're doing that, because uh, we're in a baseball stadium. Everything's going up and out. Yeah. WrestleMania, WrestleMania moment time, or uh, WrestleMania memory, when Nathan Jones got taken out on the pre show by the I FBI. Got taken out. And Pat just, Pat sat there on the couch all tense and said, I swear to fucking God, if Nathan Jones is the reason Undertaker's streak ends, I'm going to flip the fuck out. Not, not only is if it's that's the reason it ends, if it ends to Big Show and Albert. <laughs> Big Show and the A-Train. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. 
But then Nathan Jones is like, I'll save you, Taiki, with the super kick. (laughs) With the wind-up super kick, where he (laughs) sized him up for so long. Hiya, we did it, Taiki. We did it. What did you do? So officially, Nathan Jones has never been at WrestleMania. He's never competed at WrestleMania. In WrestleMania canon, Nathan Jones doesn't exist. Well, he's there. Yeah, but he never wrestled. So he has no WrestleMania record. Yeah. I just came to save Takey. With me milky white teats. <laughs> Squirt me milk in your eyes. I've got nipples, Nathan. Could you milk me? Just give me some time and bargo row with you. God damn. Number four. Number four. Let's talk about the main event of NXT as we got Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens in what was possibly the first match these two guys ever had with each other. I'm not even sure they've ever actually wrestled on a show at the same the same show. I don't know either, but it was damn good. And I, I like that it was built up that Finn didn't need the demon to beat Owen, which sets up that he can always come back with right. the demon. That's the whole setup. Owens. Yeah, I don't need the demon. Oh, wait, you do. <laughs> oh, shit, maybe I do. Because they, they talked about it, and he's like, yeah, I don't need the demon. I'm like, oh, rematch. He's going to lose. But um, this was an awesome, awesome match. And what was great for me, at least, is, I mean, I know you guys talked about NXT last week, and I hadn't seen it yet. So I watched both NXTs back-to-back, so by the end of the first show, I was hyped to see Balor versus Owens, and I didn't and have to did wait. Did you stay hyped? I stayed hyped because it was right afterwards. <laughs> but even the match with uh, Riley the week prior, that I actually caught it, was a good match. Yeah, they, they're really doing a great job with both of these guys, and I'm super excited for them. Um, I know they're going to be carrying NXT for a while because uh, we got Hideo Itami winning that tournament to be in the Andre Battle Royal and I think that Hideo, Breeze, and Neville are going to be your next your your big NXT call-ups in 2015 well, so. what's kind of interesting and I think it would be a, a good topic to devote more time to probably on a future show but um, the fact that NXT is going to start touring I think is going to slow down a lot of these guys moving to the main roster and I think that's a good thing they're I selling think. tickets on their name you know, like, right, 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 and they, they have to be there Right. I, I see that becoming a problem because they're going to want to call guys up and they're going to have to still make these commitments as well. Well, that's right, why every time, every time you call a guy up, you got to build up another guy to take his place. you got to have a very steady roster moving. And they're, they're doing a pretty good job. But they've got up. such a, like, an A roster down there right now. And, and like we've seen before when they what? bring... Mm-hmm. Those three guys and even Sami Zayn can all get moved up to the main roster because they've got uh, Yuhan Nation coming in. We haven't seen Solomon Crow get built yet. Samoa Joe's getting hired. So, I mean, right then and there, you've got your next guys to carry the wave. And you can pretty much do a, a pretty clean roster change every single year. You just build up these guys throughout the course of the year. When the calendar year rolls over to 2016, those are the guys that'll come up, Finn, Kevin Owens. And then those guys are going to be the top of NXT. Right, I, and I get that, but I think it's it's interesting that NXT really, like, in the era where, quote, brand splits are over, NXT has become its own brand, and WWE didn't force it the way they did with everything else. Um, and it, and Triple H even figure. said it on the network. It's like, this is, it's pretty much a brand now. Yeah. 
Go figure, it's more successful than the brands that they forced down people's throats for years. Yep, yep. All right. Number three. Number three. The Hall of Fame just got dieseled. Big sexy. Yes. Did anyone else see the staggering, um, the pictures that show the staggering resemblance between Roman Reigns and Diesel? The one of them looks legit. Like you can switch faces. The face swap is ridiculous. The one where it's Reigns on on Diesel is like, eh, it's really good, but not quite. But the other the other way around, it's like, holy shit. <laughs> but yeah, uh, good for him. I, I think it's kind of weird that he's doing the whole real name induction with Diesel when they just <laughs> did Razor is Razor. razor. But uh, I'm excited. I, I'm sure he'll give a good speech, and good for him. Although there's still other people that I know are way more excited about being in the Hall of Fame, and uh, we've got one of them here with us today. Yes, yes. Oh, sorry. I was uh, I was trying to uh, figure out a way to ask Dan Peck. Are you related to these Pecks? Oh my God! Put your shirt back on, man. <laughs> No, but I did get lots of jokes in uh, in gym class, and it was weight room time, and we used the peck deck. Yes, the peck deck. I used that at the uh, the Arnold Classic every year. Did you guys, um, did you guys like the NXT from there, the Arnold Building place I have? I can't remember yeah. the name of it. It was great, and you weren't even on the show. I know it's great, but you know it's even better. Is I uh, I was on the network, and I inducted. Triple H into my Hall of Fame, and then he said, uh, "Did let's induct you into uh, my Hall of Fame too." I said, "Yes, we are best friends. It's going to be great." <laughs> it's weird because it was like Triple H with all these real fighters being inducted into that Hall of Fame. So, I mean, so Ar- all of them are like, "Oh my god, this fucking wrestling guy!" <laughs> so, Ar- Arnold, I just have a very simple question to ask you, and you can answer it with just one word if you want to. But yes, ha- are you? Completely and utterly over the hill excited to not only be in the Am Hall I of Fame. Am I over the hill? No, no, not like that. Are you excited that not only are you Jesus. entering the Hall of Fame, but the very next night you get to watch your favorite title get defended? Yes, I, I am so excited. It's not going to be just one word because I am so excited to see seven people fight over the icy title. <laughs> After I go into the Hall of Fame, and I can't wait to use my frost ring to freeze the ladder so that I can climb to the top and finally get my icy cold grip on that icy title. So, yes. Yes. Dear God. He just said it once this time. Maybe he's not that excited. All right. You sound pretty excited to me. That was passion. All right. Alright, number two. <laughs> number two. Passion. Once again, my favorite show in wrestling this week was Lucha Effin' Underground. I know Dan watched it too, and this was a really freaking loaded show. Again, only three matches, but they were all absolutely stellar. Uh, the, first, the first match was Angelico versus Son of Havoc, with the whole storyline being centered around Ivelisse. Uh, great match, lots of flippy doodles, but then my favorite part was right at the end when he's about to finish off in Helico, Son of Havoc grabs a mic and goes, I know what's been holding me back. You! <laughs> Evie's like, what? Me? <laughs> and then he chants, yeah, you're dumped. 
everybody starts chanting, you got dumped at her. Aw. And then he hits a flippy, flippy wheel, and then he wins the match. And Evie cries. Um, the other match was Alberto El Patron in a bull rope match. For AAA... Triple A Mega Championship. Yeah, the the belt that he has against uh, Tejano. Good match. Um, pretty violent, but not as violent as the main event, which was what was the name of the street the fight? Boyle Heights Street Fight. Boyle Heights the Town. They're in. Yeah, the Boyle Heights Street Fight between Cage and Prince Puma for the Lucha Underground Championship. For the new a, championship. Yeah, yeah, brand new belt that Dario Cueto debuted because Cage ripped up the old one. Uh, lots of. Lots and lots of spots, interference by Conan, the cripple, and the debut of Hernandez in the Lucha Underground Zone, or whatever they call it. The Temple. The Temple, yeah. Uh, Which Dario Cueto, like, buried TNA. He's like, don't worry, here we're not going to just stick you in some tag team and let you rot away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty good. And I like when he went to shake Hernandez's hand, he just kind of looked at it, and then... Did like the little gang thing where he slapped him in the fingers and then tried to do a fake pound and then walked off. Uh, once again, Lucha Underground, best show of wrestling this week. And that brings us to my number one favorite thing that happened in wrestling this week. Number one! The main event of WrestleMania's ending is no longer predictable because Brock Lesnar re-signed with WWE for a three-year contract. Three-year, one-match right. contract. He's making smarter caveman decisions now. He's an older caveman. <laughs> that interview was so funny. I'm a caveman. Yeah. He, no, said, he said it with his freaking his freaking Minnesota accent. I'm making smart caveman decisions, like half Canadian, half Oh, Canadian. yeah. Oh, yeah. Smart caveman decisions. <laughs> Oh my god. So the oh, door that's is gross. Gross. <laughs> the door is closed on MMA for Brock Lesnar. The yeah, door Dana, is closed. Dana White made a comment about that. He's what like, did he say? Yeah, you know what? He's like, you know what? That's really smart of him because of his he blamed it on his age. Nothing to do with his health or anything. Just yeah, because you know he's diverticulitis that almost killed <laughs> that him. That almost killed him, yeah. He's just like, uh, uh, good for him. Good good decision based on his age. I, I would I would say more than based on his age. Brock Lesnar is larger than life still. No matter if he's WWE champion, no matter where he went, he was going to be a larger than life icon at this point. But I think staying right. in WWE, I, I think that means there's a firm grip on that title. I honestly don't see it changing hands now. Hashtag not so strong. Can I? Will I? This is still bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> this is still bullshit, yes. Um, but I think there's a big, big future for Brock Lesnar. Now he gets to work with, hopefully, some more opponents that I wanted to see him work with. Like the D-Bry. Yeah, like, like the D-Bry. D-Bry. And there's my list. D-Bry. Um, <laughs> Dolphy Ziggs. Yeah, the Dolph Ziggs. Um, I'd like to see and, him work with And if they really want to do that, that big Sting-Taker match that's been rumored forever... Yeah, there's always 32. So. Oh, you mean, no, there's always WrestleMania. They don't have numbers anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, next year you're going to be WrestleMania Star, right? Because it's in Dallas. Yes. WrestleMania Star. So, could I talk about a thing that's annoying? Okay. We already talked about Stephanie McMahon. 
So, um... Oh, another thing that's annoying. Can you guess what it is? Can you guess what feud I'm going to talk about here? Uh, Randall and... Yes. So... Yes. So we get a, um... An option on Raw to vote for who Randy Orton will face. (laughs) And guess what? It's between a guy he's faced already, who's big. A guy he's faced already, who used to wear a mask. Who he's also already faced, and already faced... And he's also big, but not as big. Not as big. And then he could face his WrestleMania opponent, who he's also already faced, but with managers. So guess what? Everyone says, well, we want to see the WrestleMania match with the managers. But like, Essentially, essentially they voted for their hero to be in a handicap match. Right, they voted for him to be in a handicap match, but they also voted for the match that they're going to get in a week anyway, and I I just don't understand this booking. It's really annoying. I mean, I understand... Well, look at it this way. It's done now. The next time, it will be the match, and then You know what? WrestleMania Today, the video package, makes me love this feud. The, The Booker T interview with Randy in his trailer, Booker T's in his suit. And Randy's in a freaking t-shirt. <laughs> and he has his, like, Under Armour shorts on. <laughs> yeah. But they did one with Rollins, too. And I think, like, that talk about the feud was so much better than, let's just get in the ring with each other every week, and then you find a way to run away, because you're you a coward. And you let Jamie Noble and Joey Mercury get hurt. Oh, guess what happened? Jamie Noble got hurt. He took an RKO, and then Joey Mercury and uh, and Seth Rollins got the way. It was just like on um, uh, this is a little crossover to Pie Crust, but it was just like on Arrow this week when freaking uh, Roy gets hit, and then Arrow's just like, "I'm gonna walk away now." Never checks on him or anything. They just leave Jamie Noble to die. <laughs> Oh, and that, that was the other thing in that match. Uh, Orton goes for the double rope DDT on J&J Security, and Booker goes, Oh, this could be a first right here. No, no, not a first. He did it at WrestleMania to John Cena and Triple H. I've never seen this before. Not on two, not on J&J Security. Oh, if you mean that specific, then everything <laughs> can be a first time. <laughs> This is the first time it's been a handicap match with Seth Rollins, J&J Security versus Randy Orton, dog. Is it? No. <laughs> I forgot to take good notes. Alright. Here, here are some things that uh, you guys want us to talk about. Uh, Chris Wright's going to kick off here. Do you think, or do you feel like, Kevin Nash deserves a Hall of Fame spot, or do you feel like Hunter got him there because they're friends? How about, can, can both be an answer? <laughs> I, I really do feel like that's column A, column B thing. I, I always, I, I don't deny at all that Kevin Nash deserves a Hall of Fame spot, but I think it's pretty obvious that the more influence that Hunter gets, he's going to help his friends get in there and uh, so they can do the Wolfpack no, just every year. No, he to get X-Pac in, right? Well, part two of Chris Wright's question is, do you expect X-Pac to be inducted? We, we had a long-running discussion about how X-Pac could be a three-time entry into the Hall of Fame. Right, because if they ever induct DX and the NWO, he'll be included, and then he'll be in by himself. solo induction. Wait, (laughs) but you're saying he's not going to be inducted for X-Factor? Yes. Okay. I got everything I I completely agree. (laughs) I agree. I agree. I agree. 
Or, okay. like I said, also, if the Monday Night War show is a, is an example, then he might be a four-time, because there'll be a DX, an NWO, and then also a click one. Oh, God. That's too much. <laughs> four-time inductee, Sean Wallman! <laughs> uh, well, uh, alright, uh, that's cool at all, Sean, but uh, uh, we got we to start inducting some uh, Triple H stuff. So uh, evolution. Evolution um, better go in... Uh, Corporation, yeah, the, the the authority is going to get deducted. Okay, thank you. The version of the corporation Triple H was in for like two weeks. J and J and H security. <laughs> J and J and H security. Can it's that almost H H J from freaking. Oh yes, it's H and J and J security. What was I thinking? And then Better Call Saul calls and says, "Hey, cease and desist." Better call Nate. Better get sale. Jesus. All right. Um, Joseph Myers makes a point here th- to discuss. WWE Fan Council survey asked about social media activity while watching live programming. I'm usually in an IRC chat if I can manage it, but do you post somewhere during programming, and how much do you do this? Apparently, this is a thing. Um, not really. The, the most I'll ever post when I'm watching something is right here in the Club Kayfabe group. I don't right really... here, I even saw your Mick Foley thumbs up on that. Of course, on the audio podcast. I'm glad you saw that, yeah. considering that we're three hours away from each other. In the studio. The studio is very wide. It's a big-ass studio. Um, no, I don't, really, I don't really post in a lot of live stuff when I'm watching, just because I, I'd rather be on my couch with my brand-new 60-inch smart TV that I love, but oh. even before that... Oh. No, no, even before that. I'd, I'd rather just sit down and relax. Um, I'll have my phone out, but I'm not going to be engaged in a bunch of different conversations. If something happens and I want to make a lull comment, I'll jump into Club Kayfabe on the thread and make the comment, and I'll read some of the stuff as they're posting. But I'd rather focus on the show and enjoy it. If I'm spending too much time actually chatting online... You're missing I'm, everything. I'm not, yeah, I'm not paying attention. That means the show's not worth talking about anyway. And uh, I don't do it because I watch Raw later than everybody, and I also watch Raw shorter than everybody. So I catch up <laughs> El- on the threads afterwards. Hey, do you see this on the other side of the studio? It's another one-finger gesture. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, you are. I only s- one I, I'm sorry. Hulu's only letting me see half that finger. <laughs> no, two-thirds I'm not. Fingers. I'm not the Black Ranger. <laughs> not really. <laughs> All right. Uh, Danny Risner asks, with Lesnar signing a new deal that's several years long, how would you book the Beast going into Dallas next year and even further beyond that? I think we kind of touched on that a little bit. Um, Not against The Rock. Yeah, we we give him Daniel Bryan in a big feud. Um, Who else would you put him against that would really benefit him? I want him to throw around Kofi Kingston. Really? Yeah, I would. You know, honestly, I would have Brock Lesnar have a marquee matchup on Raw because that hasn't happened yet since he's been back. He hasn't had a single match that's not pay per view. All right, so Lesnar, Big Show two, and they break the ring again. No, we 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 haven't seen that before. No, Um, but they. I mean, no. This time it has to be the last combination. Lesnar Mark Henry has to break the ring. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the last combo. That's how their whole careers are intertwined. <laughs> no, a three-way, and they do a Tower of Doom spot. I 
also like how Mark Henry came back from injury, was made to kind of feel important, but is only in the Entree Battle Royal and is doing nothing else significant. I would like to see a singles match between uh, Rollins and Lesnar. Because the triple threat they had was fantastic. Yeah, the triple threat was awesome. Um, but I was not, there, dog. Not part-timers, current roster guys, and I would hope that even if even if it's one of those things where Brock kind of crushes that guy, it still shows that the guy tried to hang... Like they did with... Um, kind of like they did with Cena in the second match where he was like he was trying to make a big comeback. But um, I think even just being in, you know, associated enough, being big enough to take on Brock Lesnar, the rub will happen. I don't know if it'll happen so much with Roman Reigns, but I feel like... John Cena happen- tried to stop me, and I suplexed him out of the main event. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> Literally. Uh, but I feel um, like I, Roman I know Reigns isn't going to... It's not going to work yeah, as well. I, I know they're hung up on the whole Brock Rock thing, but whatever. Brock Lobster. I mean, as long as it doesn't main event, I'm okay with it. Do you think that he's going to beat up Roman so bad that The Rock's going to be like, my cousin, and it's going to be a year-long feud? <laughs> now we like, can't go bowling. The next, night, the next night on Raw, he goes, I'll fight you in a year. Another another one year in the making, and then they'll fight again at 33, so and it's no longer yeah. once in a lifetime. And the week before, Brock Lesnar has his first Raw matchup in however many years, and he's like, I'm going to take on Darren Young. <laughs> you like assume so Darren Young straight. will still be employed at that point. I know, I'm pretty nice. Alright, um, let's talk about the Rey Mysterio thing, because Matt McFarlane brings it up. With this whole Mysterio incident, with wrestlers taking bumps and whatnot and selling, uh, do you think... It makes it hard in a situation like what happened because you're not sure they're actually hurt or just selling the injury. Um, I, I know we, this has pretty much been in the news all week. We just haven't talked about it in the podcast because it happened after we aired. But uh, well, I don't blame Rey Mysterio for what happened because I've watched the video, even though it was kind of hard to watch. Um, Mysterio did everything regular, and I think it's just an unfortunate way that he hit the ropes. I, I wouldn't... In a situation like that, I wouldn't mistake selling for what happened. I wouldn't put the two together. You could tell that something was clearly wrong. Yeah. But then again, sometimes there are sales jobs that kind of make you think. Like, I remember the first Money in the Bank where Benoit is biting on the ring apron and holding his arm. He's like, ah, ah, ah. I'm like, oh my You're God, like, he's His dead. arm is fucked. <laughs> and it wasn't. He was just selling. Yeah, or like Matt sell- Hardy looked like he died in the second Money in the Bank. <laughs> or Joey Mercury looked like he died when he took the ladder to the face. Oh my god. Uh, oh wait, he was no six. Yeah. He won- <laughs> but but he was legit injured. There's a difference. Yeah. Oh wait, that wasn't selling. No, seriously. That though, ladder um, got hurt really bad. <laughs> Alright. Well se- seriously though, here here's my take on what happened. Um the people who are making threats towards Rey Mysterio are just looking for an excuse. Um this is kind of a kind of an old-school, almost Southern reference, but when Dale Earnhardt died in 2001, everybody went after Sterling Marlin because he's the one who seemed like he tapped the car. Right, because everybody said he's the one who drove Earnhardt into the wall, and therefore he's the one who killed him, and he was getting death threats from people, and it was really out of control. But when you watch the video back, Earnhardt lost control of his car and crashed into Sterling Marlin. 
So that wasn't his fault that that happened. But people are always looking for somebody to blame. So it's suicide, eh? No. No, he was in that match, too. But, like, the Mysterio Mysterio thing is just ridiculous because Ray, Ray did a normal spot that he's done a million times before something unfortunate happened and i don't i don't know what the status of that type of company is but they obviously didn't react f- as fast as say you know a wwe or a tna might just because so the doctor was busy with like four to yeah, five he was busy other with something else wrestlers. so there weren't there weren't what enough eyes on the prize i mean there's so many there's so many different ways you can place blame and I don't think you should be placing blame. I think it's an accident that happened. I think it sucks what happened. I think Ray, the fact that Ray has to live with it is just terrible. Didn't and, didn't they um, arrest but, him too? Yeah, they, well, they, they arrested him just to bring him in for questioning. I wouldn't say they actually arrested him. I think they oh, okay. escorted they him, him to the police station. Yeah, that's okay. not really the same thing. You know how you know how news stories are, right? Because I had they heard they were charging up. him with manslaughter. That's what I had well, heard. Well, at first it was six one nine kills Paraguayo Junior. And then you watch the video, and you're like, he completely missed the 619. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, because that's just it. Everybody was saying the 619 did it, but he didn't hit the he 619. He completely swung over his head. And you know what? And Ray is such an easy target because he was in that huge battle with WWE about being let out of his contract because he wanted to wrestle, and they didn't want him to wrestle because he was hurt, but they were trying to hold him back. So he gets out, he goes, he works his first match, and then this happens. So, of course, there's all kinds of people going like, oh, well, you should have stayed with WWE. That guy would still be alive, or... You know, you wouldn't have all this happening. Like, all right, guys, let's leave the he's dude. He's already alone. beating himself up with those with those yeah, words. He, I mean, he's considering flat out retiring now, and of course, then people are like, "Well, maybe you should have retired when WWE wanted you to." You know what, guys? Leave the kid alone. This is really, really shitty situation. Jeez, that leave that, that forty really plus shitty. year old kid alone. Yeah, leave the damn Mysterio alone and calm the fuck down. It's an accident, and all people want to do is place blame. And find fault when accidents happen. You know what? After Draws' accident, he never blamed anybody for it. He never. He said there was an accident in the ring. Nobody's at fault. Now the idiot that threw the cup is at fault. <laughs> That's so ridiculous that people are coming up with these like alternate realities. If you had just stayed in WWE, it's like if you had answered the door and gotten the pizza, this wouldn't have happened. That yeah, was still in the oven. All right, let's talk about this. The rumor mill said that Eva Marie will be hosting the Hall of Fame instead of Jerry Lawler. This is from Siobhan Ferguson. And the internet exploded. And the internet exploded. Fortunately, this was just a rumor. Bill After shot this down because it was a PWI story that supposedly broke it. But holy mother of God, I think that would have been a humongous disaster for the Hall of Fame. Because who goes to the Hall of Fame? Hardcore marks. <laughs> the marks who know everything. So who who is going to get the worst reaction at the Hall of Fame? Everything that Eva Marie does, to the point where she might have cried and quit live on camera, which would have been hilarious, except for the fact that it's the fucking Hall of Fame. The one night of the year you shouldn't be marking out for shit and should be respectful. So, thank God this is just a friggin' rumor. They really should um, not let fans at the Hall of Fame. <laughs> You know, when I went to the Hall of Fame, I had such a great, respectful section that I was sitting in, except for the people directly to either side of me. I'm like, that would happen. 
I could be one row up with these really nice older folks that are there to see Bruno, or one row back with these guys that all they're doing is talking about wrestling and how great it is and how much they respect it and don't sound like idiots. But instead, I got Screamy Mark Guy to my right and <laughs> Fat Guy with his son in street clothes eating nachos that fell asleep to my left. Fuck both of you. But at least I got to see Bob Backlund go ape shit during his Hall of Fame speech. At least you weren't the night after WrestleMania stuck behind five XL sized Brock Lesnar fans. <laughs> I thought, and, for, a minute, I thought and, for a minute you said five XFL Brock Lesnar fans. I was like, damn, I must have missed that part of his career. There there were those people in front of me and their their girth was actually over the seat and, and intruding on your foot space in the aisle. And uh, right next to us was the hay man. Hi, man. Was he really Who, sitting that close to you? Right. Well, that was the night. we WrestleMania, we had bought tickets to, and then the Raw the night after. And I said, after this, I don't ever have to see him again. This is great. And you and, haven't seen him since, right? Um, maybe once since then. Not because I was hanging out or anything. It was more like he came here to, I think, see my brother or something. And... That was it. Uh, it's that guy in his room. Hey, guy. All right, quick poll from Dan Dahl. Spirit Squad, terrible or awesome? Terribly awesome. Terribly <laughs> awesome was going to be my answer, too. Dolph Ziggler mentioned it on, uh, on the WrestleMania Today from today. I didn't think it was the worst gimmick by any means. I kind of found it fun. I didn't think they should have been top of the card feuding with I also uh, don't think they should have. They should have gone almost the entire year either. Right. <laughs> they showed up the week before the Royal Rumble, and they lasted to like Survivor Series. That was way too fucking long. But then, unfortunately for them, I mean, their their star was um, what well, Ken Doan, right? And yeah. it didn't pan out for them at all. Kenny Dykstra. Even though Johnny Jeter was a better wrestler, and then like. They had Mike Mondo, who wasn't bad, but then they had Nick Mitchell, who was just friggin' awful, and any time the Spirit Squad had to do something, he wasn't involved. Yeah, he was at ringside every single time. Yeah. They, did, they did, like, that big four-on-two four cage match, and Mitch is like, I'm gonna be in there, too, and Vince is like, well, that's not fair. That's five against two. That's just too unfair. <laughs> Which is his nice way of saying... We really wanted five of you guys because you're loud and obnoxious, but uh, you can just stand at ringside and cheer while these guys work. Hey, but the Spirit Squad gave us Dolph, and he's one of the big stars right now, so good for him. If only, man! Alright, so Adrian Cotton's got three comments here. Um... He doesn't mean this in an anti-Roman way, but he wants to know, why do we feel that it had to be his year this year? I think the answer comes from Vince. Uh, I, th- I, think I, I don't feel it had to be his year this year. <laughs> no, but, no but his year would... was last year. He was a superstar of the year. That's right. <laughs> yeah, That's right. He was superstar of the year then. But um, I, I guess, yeah, you're kind of right. It is, I mean, it is Vince McMahon's say, but I don't think... See he came back from this surgery and then he just got this mega push right up there when there are plenty of other people that people want to pay attention to and it it's kind of weird knowing how good the reaction was going to be to Daniel Bryan once they got him back I mean I understand why they, they basically used Daniel Bryan to get Roman Reigns to that next level but 
at the same time, it, they knew the reaction they were going to get, and they. I think the buy rates would have been higher for Lesnar and Brian, but they don't think it's believable because he's not a big, strong guy. Yeah, I think I think it's just the case of they handpicked their next star, kind of like what they did with Cena, and the fans recognize this as being as this being the company guy as opposed to their guy. You know, their guys right now are Dean, Dolph, and Daniel. And none of those guys are in that spotlight. So the fans as a whole are trying to voice themselves. As a matter of fact, they're all in the same match, so we have to choose one of them. Yep. Because fuck you. And, which means all three of them can lose, because there's four other guys in that match. Why would you like all of them? You have to pick. The thing is... Um, I definitely don't hate Roman as much as a lot of other people do out there. Um, I, I definitely don't think... I, I do think he's uh, push, being pushed a little too hard too quickly. And I think he's eventually going to grow into a pretty great character and a pretty good superstar. Maybe he'll Triple H. He'll get it too soon, but he'll evolve quickly afterwards. You know, I mean, you never know. There's there's a lot of uncertainty here. The, the big thing, though, is that... I think people get a little too ridiculous with the Roman hate, and is he gonna... you know a lot of the comments I hear is just kind of like you know what guys, I understand that he's not the guy you wanted, but let's look at this realistically. He is a new guy getting pushed, and this is something we've needed for a really long time. Yeah, like I said, a new guy won the Royal Rumble. A guy so that right. used the used the rub. <laughs> Is he going to change his character to the Rome and switch to, like, Triple H panties? Just get rid of all the clothes? <laughs> like he did when he was in when developmental? Was hockey. <laughs> well, that's that's my problem, I guess, with Roman Reigns, is the other two guys moved out of the shield. Is he still wrestling shield, in a shirt? And yeah, he's, I, he's still the shield. Yeah, he, needs, he really needs to drop the crowd entrance and change his gear. He really needs to. I would think even his music, too, because whenever... I mean... He did. It has green trim instead of just black. <laughs> oh, yeah. And his music has bass tripped uh, And it doesn't say shield up. at the beginning of it anymore. It's called The Truth Reigns. Oh, I get it. All, right, All uh, over your face and chest. Uh, Adrian also asks, If you ran a promotion... LOL, I've done that. What traits would you want your world champion to have? Um... Honestly, and this is how we based it, I would want my world champion to be the guy that the crowds react to the most. Oh, and I'd say to look strong. No. And, He's got to look uh, strong. He's got to move merch. GSW made a couple of mistakes with champions in the early days, but right now they've um, they've really got a very, very solid roster. They probably have the best roster they've ever had right now. And Root Van Slyke? Brute Van Slyke and Jay Freddy, who have been in a feud over the title, are both going to Japan in May. So good Japan in May! Yes, Japan in May. Ah. Konnichiwa! Uh, uh, Matt Hardman asks, what would you buy with $9.99? A WWE Network for a month. I would buy a lot of things for $9.99. It's, uh, what am I going to comment pay? Mate. $9.99! Crystal Mini's $9.99! Shut up. <laughs> and uh, Adrian Cotton's last comment: Do you think that the winner of the Andre the Battle, Andre, yeah, Andre the Battle, <laughs> Andre the Battle, Giant Royal? That, that's just how Andre would say it. 
You know what? That would be how he would say it. I'm going to win the Andre the, the Andre Battle Royal. The Battle Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he won uh, the, uh, the World World Tag Team Championship. <laughs> oh, I miss Andre. Uh, well, does the winner of the Battle Royal actually matter this year? Nope. Um, not really. No, because... You know what? I'll just... I'll just more on this on, on Sunday, but... The fact that it's on the pre-show means it's officially hey, non-WrestleMania canon, so it's, it's no longer pre-show. an annual event at WrestleMania. Now it's just an event that happens the same day as WrestleMania. It's at WrestleMania, not on WrestleMania. Yeah, so... Um, the winner might matter because there's it's heavy the, rumors... It's the main event of the pre-show. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, of course. I don't know. Pro- probably. Wait, uh, the tag the, title match is probably going to main event the pre-show. <laughs> no, I think it'll be the Battle Royal. It's going to be a better match. Um... The, there's a very Fact. real, very real possibility that um, the uh, the winner will have a significant storyline that actually leads into WrestleMania. We might get a singles match out of it. We'll discuss that on Sunday. If that happens, then they won't be useless. But otherwise, we'll we'll wait and see. You too. Our, could we be- had the one year the pre-show battle royal was for the EC, for an ECW title match later in the show. Right. Kane won the Battle Royal. And then it was an 8-second Chavo, Chavo had been a jerk backstage recently, so they're like, Kane will beat you in 10 seconds. <laughs> he snuck in behind him, chokeslam, victory. What what a great incentive. You, too, could be on the pre-show of next year's WrestleMania, just like last year's winner. It's like all these guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but LOL, this Big Show's on the pre-show. <laughs> next year, you could be on the pre-show before this match. All yeah, you have to do I is win the Andre Trophy. Hell, at least the Molina Alicia Fox girl is not at WrestleMania. I mean, she's there. She's not booked. She's not booked. Well, that was a uh, that was your uh, stuff and things. LOL, Pie Crust. Watch right. your Pie Crust, by the way. Watch it. Watch it with your eyeballs, with your earballs. Just right, look at the picture the entire time. Hey. <laughs> All right, guys. I've got some breaking troll truth. Oh, well, you want to do something else real quick first? It's time for the CK Hall of Fame! It's a CK Hall of Fame! Oh, I was saving that for later, but okay. I guess we can do that now. (laughs) Yeah, that's I had it penciled in. The intro got saving, so it would be lame. (laughs) Alright, so I'm going to tell you guys who made it into this year's, uh, this part of the year's CK Hall of Fame by counting down from the guy. The, the five people who got the most votes, starting with the guy who got the least votes. Oh, Does that five. make sense to everybody? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, those so, yeah, are words. So, so it's time for your fame five Hall of Famers. Yep. So let's welcome to fame the, five to the Club <laughs> Kayfabe Hall of Fame. Let's welcome the hardcore legend Mick Foley. Let's welcome the Ultimate Warrior, Gorilla Monsoon, the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal. And with the landslide most votes, Jake the Snake Roberts. So congratulations, those are going to be the five guys in this part of the class. The next three coming at SummerSlam, so save some of those names for later. with the Hall of Fame! But you know what I noticed? Not only did Gorilla get in, but his partner in crime, Jesse the Body Ventura, not only is he not in the Hall of Fame yet, but he wasn't even nominated. For this class, I I smell a conspiracy. Ugh, 
You're damn right I've got something to say. It's a conspiracy held by the New World Order with members like Vince McMahon, Kevin Nash, and Hulk Hogan. How was I not even nominated? I don't understand what is going on here. I'm just going to have to go back to Mexico and look for UFOs. Christopher, that, aren't you in charge of this? Does that tunnel lead I, to Mexico? I, I, <laughs> I guess so. I am in charge of this, but I don't choose who goes in. The fans do. So That's another conspiracy. You should be leading with an iron fist. <laughs> so I should just put in five people that I want instead. Well, I mean, you could talk to Daniel and, and Patrick here. But what, but what if nobody voted for you, Jesse? Of course they would vote for me. They voted for me as governor of Minnesota. <laughs> I don't think any of us did that. Because oh, I bet you it was Siobhan. Who was like two when I was running for governor of Minnesota. <laughs> I can't wait to see Chev's correction. He voted illegally, actually was but it's okay. Isn't a... Isn't uh, another listener? Isn't Monty from Minnesota? Monty, and uh, I believe there's like a a Brian. Uh oh, BJL. Do 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 do. <laughs> the Bujel. All I know is, come SummerSlam, I better be inducted. All I All right. know about BJL is he will never surrender. Alright, well, thank you, Jesse. Uh, before I go, I'd like to say hello to uh, Tammy, Tyrell, Jade, and <laughs> Jeremiah. Make sure you uh, lock that hatch, please. Yeah, Dan, lock the hatch, please. Uh, I'm sitting on it again. Okay. <laughs> did he All just right. push you out of the way? Yeah, did you hear him, like, struggling? Yeah, there was amazing feat it was, of strength. I landed, like, right on my stomach. That's why it didn't make so much noise. There's some padding there. <laughs> wonder what Scott Siner would say about that. Um, he would say, I'm fat! <laughs> thanks for that, Scotty. You can go back to the restaurant. Yeah, thanks, Scotty. Okay. All right. We have some breaking troll truths shared by oh, Siobhan boy. Ferguson from the group The Midcard Mess, which is a horrible mess. Uh, Sting, it's an article about how Sting feels that his match with Triple H may be his last one, which is a clickbait story anyway. Uh, and then <laughs> Justin Gabriel Castillo responds to this. He'll work next year's Mania, or they will drop him from the rafters Owen Hart style. God, God damn. Jesus fucking Christ. Fuck this asshole. Okay. <laughs> what was three, it? Three Did I ever share that thing on this show? I know I posted it on the forum at one point, but the guy... The guy was such an adamant Triple H fan, he's like, I can't wait until you stick your sledgehammer up Sting's ass and come on his face so you replace his makeup with cum and blood. What? You don't remember that? I, I posted that in the Club Cafe board a while ago. I have to dig it up. But he was like, I hope you replace his face paint with your semen. I was like, oh my god. Holy shit. That's disgusting. It's a freaking X rating. No, last year was WrestleMania XXX. <laughs> WrestleMania porno. If, uh, if anyone's curious and you're on the Club Kafabe board, keep scrolling down. Eventually you'll find it. If, if I could find it beforehand, I will repost it. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I hate Sting so much. 
You know, it really pisses me off how many of these idiots have access to the internet. They could post shit, but don't some put of them semen in your nose. Don't put it in there. Don't put it in there. Some of them have access to WWE's official Facebook page. Oh, you know, before I get to that, when Trick and Triple H and Sting had their face off at the beginning of Raw, Triple H is like, "I've got Sledgy," and Sting is like, "Okay, I got Bat." And then he's like, oh no, the bat that has significantly less reach than my sledgehammer. <laughs> OP, OP. <laughs> like, oh, your sledgehammer has like a whole half a foot more reach than the freaking bat does at least. No, the bat. Anyway. This week we're t- looking at an article about what if superstars were robots? Oh, like Randy Ortron? Well, I guess I could delete that comment. Oh. (laughs) Sorry. Our first comment is WWE already has robots. They're called Randy Orton and John Cena. Oh. I am not a robot. Hello, robot. I'm stuck on shill mode. Ha ha. (laughs) Now I'm stuck on page your ticket mode. Our next comment, done with WWE Facebook page. It's like the smartest thing I've ever heard on there. (laughs) (laughs) Dan Rage quits the segment. That was not me. How many likes did it have? Uh, All the likes. There was one thing that was like, I forgot who it was, but it was like, uh, like this if you think blah 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 is the best. And it had like six likes. It was great. I love when it's like, like for Roman Reigns, LOL, and then there's no likes. LOL. Not sure what I was expecting on this, but what I found wasn't that. LOL. (laughs) Okay, thank you. (laughs) Our next comment is... Purple. What? It's just purple. Purple. Can <laughs> we just title this episode Purple and just make it a picture of a purple? It's just a purple a, a square. purple block? It's a purple square. <laughs> what? 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 Just, I don't understand. The comment's just purple? Yep. Was it at least color changed to purple? No. What the fuck? Purple. And our Purple. main e- our main event of comments. If you're a true WWE, then you have to ask yourself why isn't there a WWE Hall of Fame building? Well, I think it's time that they built one. Hashtag Hall of Fame building. If you're a real WWE... If that was almost a real comment, except for the part where... If you are a real WWE, as opposed to the fake one... If you're a true WWE, then you have to ask yourself, why isn't there a WWE Hall of Fame? Well, I think it's time... I am a true WWE. I think it's it's purple. 
This this thing, if it had three extra words in it, it would make sense. All right, guys, I've got breaking troll truth. Oh, I just received a private message while we're recording from our old pal. <laughs> Does the WWE Network air the Hall of Fame? Hard. This is a real question. Tighten no. I already did. Thank did you. you tell him no? <laughs> no, I can't because I, I'm trying to make it look like I'm not looking at his messages. How about no question mark? <laughs> no. It starts at seven. Starts at seven. <laughs> yes, next year. <laughs> it, it al- next year. It, it already aired, dipshit. You missed it. <laughs> I can't believe that's a real question. All right. Well, guys, it's time for my favorite part of the show. Points or buried. All right, oh, wow, Pat. You put a little extra in there. That's because Pat came up with this week's topic. So get your shovel Did ready. I? Holy shit! I forgot. Yes, these are less than reputable streaks that have oh, happened. Yeah. I hope they're good because we're talking about Undertaker's undefeated streak, and we started discussing other streaks that weren't as reputable. Um, so let's read off some of these streaks here. Our first entry. I'm not sure what it means that this popped into my head first, but Joey Chestnut has won the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest for eight years straight. <laughs> what? So, th- that's a legitimate streak. That is a legitimate streak. And I would say in that circle, it's probably reputable. <laughs> not less than reputable. Uh-oh. But it made me laugh, so I'm going to give it points. All right. So points to Joseph Myers. Okay. All right. Now, now here come the uh, the streaks that you would expect. <laughs> the blue blazers streak across the sky before a crash landing. Oh, but he didn't go across the sky. He went down. No points. Oh. All right. No points to Glenn. Sorry, Glenn. All right. The next streak. The days that Heyman kept his Xbox One in the closet. <laughs> Okay. Okay, that's easy. You get points. Uh, that was Ellis Holmes's entry. Uh, the next one is the days since Hey Man has seen a vagina. That's still going, right? I don't know. I th- I don't oh, know. was There's... he was he a C-section? I'm sure he's seen porn. It was a Nazi section, so I didn't see. You had a Nazi section? <laughs> Wait, why did you say that? Because you got him excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was a race to see who could get here first, me or Arnold. <laughs> well, I, I, I think you lost. I did not see you. I did not see you, Vince. Yeah. I don't have anywhere to go with this, do you? Let, let's just walk off. I was excited I heard the word Nazi. Thanks, Vince. Yes. Dear Lord. Wow, what a cameo. Thanks, guys. All right, so what do you say? Um, yes, points. All right, Joe Kalaya the third, points. Wow, that was a personal one, huh? If porn counts, then, then I've seen lots. I mean... An acceptable amount of vagina. Do you yell at the screen like punk? 
he's seen all. You have a vagina. <laughs> That's how Dan watches the board. He has to clarify <laughs> to the person who is actually in the film. And they could totally hear me in real time. Yes. Of course. And they feel shameful. Shameful thing. Lobster heads. All right. That's some fucked lobster, up porn you've been Lobster bush. <laughs> Your next streak. does match the drapes. Your next streak. The number of times it wasn't Snitsky's fault. It's still going, I believe. Aw. Now, yeah, yeah let's get now points he, to that. Now he, but yeah, but now he makes the foods in the pressure cooker. Ah, uh, no points. So Boston bombing wasn't his fault. <laughs> oh, God. God Jesus Christ, Pat. Call back. All right. So no points? No, I give it points. Oh, you do give it points. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They said none. All right, so... Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that Atkins diet's working out. Oh, by the way, when you... You posted the the Luke Harper thing, and then you you said something about maps. I freaking lost it. <laughs> so you did get the joke. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like Luke Harper likes maps. I wonder who'll get this. <laughs> wow, I it, I just got it as you explained it. <laughs> he don't love you like I love you. <laughs> All right. Our next streak draws his days without walking. Oh, god damn it. Oh. <laughs> 16 years worth, right? Wow, it's been that long? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, 99. 99, right? Oh, he worked the Royal Rumble, but not too far after. Those are yeah. cringe points. Cringy points to Monty. Okay. The next, the next streak... Denzel using a fried chicken Frankie joke to get points. <laughs> that is a streak. <laughs> was that was that Denzel's entry as well? No, no, it was not. <laughs> okay, so then it most certainly gets points. No, that was Adrian Cotton's entry. Black on black crime. <laughs> Isn't that his favorite type of crime? That's that's my least favorite type of crime. It's the type that should be obliterated. <laughs> God, why? Damn. If they take each other down, it's less work for. I prefer to uh, whitewash the situation. Oh God! Oh damn! All right, our next streak: wrestling after a Z pack, the undefeated streak in CM Punk's tights. Uh, I don't think that's funny. No points. Ah, uh, no points, Dandal. But the streak Sorry. he left in his tights because of the Z-Pack. Okay. Yuck. Alright, the next one is my streak of not getting negative points. <laughs> of not getting negative points. Wow, I wonder who that is. It's someone who, <laughs> who, who might be welling this week again. Well, he, tell us, Chris. Did someone just well? Somebody just welled. Points to Jason. Whoa, Get Chris well. gave you points. Uh oh, get mad. <laughs> get stupid. <laughs> All right. Next are the streak of comments on WWE's Facebook page. Oh, oh, because it's a segment that we do. No points. No points. Oh, mad awesome. No points. Scraping the bottom of the barrel on that one. All right, next is uh, the streak of trolls bitching and complaining. I'm done watching WWE. 
Is that really a streak? Because they never stick to their guns either. They're back to watching it. Yeah, but they always say it. That is right. They do always say it. I guess I would have to give it points because it is a less than reputable streak. <laughs> Those are accuracy points. All right, accuracy points to Jeff Trelowitz. Bullseye points. Okay, next. Roman Reigns' jizz streak on the shower wall. Oh! Wow. Oh! <laughs> God, that's cringe and regular points. Oh. Oh, 150 to Chev. <laughs> cut, 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 come back. Ooh, ah. One of you guys needs to get the air horn app. <laughs> All right. Uh, By the way, <laughs> Dan will get this. Whenever I hear Ralph Garman's Al Pacino, I think of Roman Reigns now. Ooh, ah. Ooh, ah. Come on now. Come on now. More oh. margaritas. <laughs> More margaritas. All right. Chef started us on the Big E countdown. Here we go. The streak of Von Erich's short lifespans. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, the anti-streak. <laughs> oh, my God. That gets, that gets points. I almost cringed, but I didn't, so just points. Good job. Don Mario. <laughs> Take this. All right. Next. Hashtag Axelmania streak of still not being eliminated from the Royal Rumble. I get it, but it's not funny. Uh-oh. So no points to... Hashtag buried mania. To Matt Hardman's younger brother. Uh, no, this was Joe Mad Dog Needle. Oh. Younger brother's friend, Mad Dog Needle. Sure. And what does that make us? Absolutely nothing, just like CJ. Merrick! <laughs> Bird! Love you, CJ. I thought this was a work. Jeez. Alright. Next. <laughs> the streak of shitty entries I've come up with for points are buried. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Who could that be? I'm going to give that points so I find out who it is. Matt Hardman. Oh, man. Does he get to keep his points? Yes, he does. All yeah, right. I wasn't going to take them away. You act like I'm heartless. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> and the final entry is the streak in Sid's trunks. Oh. He has only half, half the streak that you do. Ew. You do do. Um, let's give that points. Ah, thank you. Matt Anderson. Thanks for the points, Taiki. Alright. You gotta choose a winner now. Oh, it's easy. That's Chev. You already gave him 150. Does that mean he gets 200? That means he gets 200. Oh. Alright, Chev. You have been the comeback kid. But I am hoping that he's in front of his laptop or his computer, whatever computer he has, and he just goes, Ooh, ah, once he hears that. Come on now! More margaritas! More margaritas! More margaromans! Oh, God. The worst part about this is that now somebody's going to be like, oh, my God, next week I have to make a Roman Reigns jizz joke, and that's not going to be funny. <laughs> You're going to be like, oh, that was stupid, no points. No, because we're all going to be salty because he was the champ. Oh, <laughs> uh, Neil like, Ray made the best joke. Oh, God. 
Alright, um, stay tuned for next week's Points Are Buried. It's a good one. I'm not going to spoil it on the show, but we got a great suggestion that made me laugh hysterically when I read it, and that's going to be on either Monday or Tuesday, whenever it goes up. Um, as a reminder, you guys, please watch The Pie Crust on Tuesdays, although I think it might be moving nights? It might be soon-ish. And keep looking at that picture. Months. Uh, Every Thursday, please check out Talk and Talkies. That's Dan and I reviewing a different movie each week. It's Major We're League next week, so watch Major, Major League. Major League, yes, it's on Netflix, so you can watch it. Please Pondering continue Caliculars. to support Giant Media Ball and all its great shows, like We Talk Games and the Oprah podcast, the podcast made just for Oprah. So don't listen to it, it's just for Oprah. Yes, yeah, just for Oprah, so you can't but listen you can, to it. But you can send it to Oprah on the Twitter or yes. any other social media that you use that Oprah also uses. But don't listen to it yourself. It's only for Oprah. Yes. And uh, please, please, please continue to support Club Kayfabe. Our 100th episode is coming up very soon. We have something really fun planned for that. Uh, it'll still be the regular show format, but there's going to be some extra stuff added to it. It's good, probably going to be a ridiculously long show, and I'm perfectly okay with that. I want to thank you guys for your support. Yes. We have some other cool stuff happening. I have been talking with Mike of the Pie Crust to possibly start a shop kayfabe. And we might have some merch coming for you that Mike is going to help us design. Oh, I that, thought you guys were going to start doing, like, sport and sporties. Sport and sporties. <laughs> no, we were going to do that cat podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, podcasts. Oh, by the podcasts. way, we're going to... Oh, yeah, with two Zs. Yeah, an audio podcast where we show pictures of our cats because that's totally how going to work out. Well, yeah, the, the cats are going to communicate with each other. Of course. Good God, all the puns. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Sunday, 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 guys. Remember, WrestleMania special, 11 yes. a.m. in the Eastern Time. Do it. It's going to be sure, live, 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 and yeah, then we're going to archive, sure, archive it. Make sure you try to catch the live version, because if you listen to the archive version, you may hear it after WrestleMania aired, and then you're going to be like, oh, those idiots were wrong. <laughs> like last year when we were like, LOL, 22-0, and 0, and then it didn't happen. <laughs> well, God the funniest it. reaction was still Jason Shin with... That where he goes, I don't know why they keep having these matches. This was as the match was going on. Yeah. It seems like the, you know the Undertaker's never going to lose. Brock Lesnar pins him as he's talking. <laughs> you did it! Didn't your brother just look at him and go, you were saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then all hell broke loose. Yeah, but we've heard that story. Yes. Y- you, might, you might be retelling that on Sunday. I, I, as a special WrestleMania show, I think I may have to. Of course. We'll share. We'll share some of our fun memories of WrestleMania's past when we used to watch them yeah, at that your is the interactive ex-girlfriend's house. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. Birthday manias. Yeah, and uh, oh, for you guys, wedding manias. Freaking O'Mealy stealing your gimmick by getting married. <laughs> I know, uh, right? The, the wedding mania thread was fantastic, especially when <laughs> they botched the intro of Joey Image and called him John. <laughs> That's the uh, best yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we'll, we'll share some memories, we'll have some fun, and for you guys in the Club Kayfabe group, uh, if you guys are listening through Giant Media Ball, go to Facebook, look up the official Club Kayfabe Home of True Wrestling Fans group, uh, send a request to be added, let us know that Wiggly sent you, 
and I will be more than happy to approve of your membership. And live on Sunday at some point, look out for the thread. I'm going to post a thread and answer your questions live. L-I-V-E. Until then, guys, we will see you Sunday. Peace, everybody. Bye.